Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, joined by Jay Goble now, Baylor women's golf coach. He's made it back, and um, very exciting. <laughs> I'm sure it was quite a quite a trip, but uh, headed back to Scottsdale and uh, going to play for a national championship. Coach, congratulations. I mean, that was – you had kind of been talking about it, like, hey, we're going to – we just need to keep steady here. We're going to close quickly. And, boy, that's what you did and kind of dropped the hammer – on the rest of the field on in that third round, um, and I, it sounded like you kind of saw that coming. Um, and uh, but uh, congratulations, a very exciting finish out there, finished fourth, and now headed to uh, to play for the national championship. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. It's uh, yeah, you know, we we had a really stressful week last week heading into uh, into regionals, knowing that uh, all of our players had finals they had to finish up and. Um, we were just trying to get everything done before we headed to uh, Pullman, Washington to go play regionals. And uh, we just, you know, I, I felt like we got off to a bit of a slow start, like we kind of couldn't get out of first gear. But I think that um, the team that I have is just so good. I, I knew that once they started playing and uh, and kind of getting back into the groove of things that we would be in good shape. And you know, it was it was a little stressful. It always is. I mean, it's always stressful knowing that this tournament determines whether you play on or not. But uh, it was really cool to see them shoot 11 under par the last day. And, uh, you know, we, we got a little better each round we played, which is how you want to do it. And uh, to finish off at 11 under par the last day to shoot 23 under for the tournament was really cool. What was uh, Pullman, uh, the Pullman Regionals where you were, Palouse uh, Ridge Golf Club. I'm always intrigued by these different venues. You get there, yeah. you kind of check things out. What what stood out to you about this course? I was just interested watching how some of your your young women would finish. I mean, my gosh, uh, um, one of your players finished with a 31, um, and yeah. that was uh, Silhei Oma. I mean, what a tremendous yeah. finish. But what was that course like when you first got there and were kind of checking things out? What did you know about it, and then what did you kind of find out about it? I I honestly didn't know anything about it heading out there. And uh, I can tell you for, you know, I, I think most of my players kind of instantly felt a little comfortable out there because, you know, it was cool weather and lots of elevation changes and um you know, I think uh, some of the Northern Europeans that I have and, and Britta from Ames, Iowa, and I mean, they just, they were kind of comfortable with the weather and the situation there. Um, it looked like the moon to me. I mean, it just is very different looking than any golf course we play, <laughs> uh, not only in Texas, but anywhere that we've played for a tournament this year. I mean, it's, um, again, it was uh, very hilly. 
Um, it was almost like stepping back into February. I mean, it was 45 to 55 degrees most of the most of the event, except for the last day, and and uh, and windy and a little bit rainy. So um, all of that was a little you know different. But um, again, I have a group of fighters, man. They're just really tough, and and they you know the weather conditions actually. Uh, funny enough, I mean, my group would probably rather have it bad than good because they know that uh, they have more experience in bad weather than most people, and and some people have a tendency to give up in bad weather, and and my team kind of thrives in it. So I uh, I was, you know, when I started thinking about stuff like that, I, I actually was happy that we were going to Pullman, but uh, mm-hmm. the only the only challenge was the travel. I mean, it's a hard place to get to. It is. It is not close to Waco, Texas, so that was uh, <laughs> that was interesting to get there, and it's it was interesting to get back this morning. Did you have to make a stop? Did you? I mean, did y'all y'all didn't get to go directly in there? It sounds like maybe you was it. No. Did you have to? Okay. Spokane. Oh my. Spokane. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, so it's like uh, uh, you know two hours of DFW, and then. Uh, yeah, four-hour flight to Spokane, and then it's uh, two hours from Spokane, hour and a half. So it wow. is, um, yeah, that's not an easy place to get to from here. Yeah, but, see, uh, we, pe- people think you guys are always on like luxury type, you know, <laughs> jets or whatever, private airfare. No. It's not always easy. You got to go through airports and and do all those yeah. things. But uh, but like you say, I mean, it just kind of adds to it, and it and it brings probably bonds everybody together. Dealing with all that, dealing with finals and all that. I don't remember studying hard enough for finals to be that stressful for me, Coach. Um. <laughs> uh, I can't say that I do either, but um, they are they are great students, all of them, and uh, they did really well this semester. So I'm really proud of that as well. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember that as well, Matt. Well, what about uh, Hasegawa? I mean, we've talked about her before. But your top two players, I mean, had the same three scores every day. And, and of course, they went about yeah. it in different ways. But to, to sure. fire three straight 68s, um, uh-huh. you know, she's been great for you all year. But you put them, you know, this is a new situation. And then Sarah just kind of, I mean, just steady as she goes. And I know she was probably upset. One of those days, I think she finished with a bogey. Might have been that second round. But, I mean, sure. for the most first part, round. the first round, yeah incredibly steady um how how great has that been to be able to have someone transfer in and then pretty much i mean tournament after tournament she's kind of become your your number one player yeah she's had an awesome spring i mean winning in arizona state and then uh man she was about 30 under par for her matches uh back in arizona when we played the match play um and then this week, obviously, to shoot 14 under par for uh, for three rounds is man, she's she's awesome. I mean, she is the definition of a, a steady, consistent, doesn't let things bother her. Just just literally um, plays the percentages and plays golf the way you would like everybody to play golf. If she doesn't hit a shot that she can't you know, pull off 95% of the time and, and she just keeps the ball in front of her and it looks, it looks really effortless when she gets going, but she is a, uh, she's a, she's a fantastic player. And, and, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if she turns out to be one of the best players we've ever had here at Baylor at some point here. 
Wow, that is uh, that's exciting. Jay Goebel joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. By the way, if you're praying for bad weather, you're going to the wrong place uh, in Scottsdale. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're going to get yeah. really bad weather there. Well, really hot weather. Maybe we'll count that as really bad weather. But, yeah, no, we're not going to see too many of the elements there. We could see some wind, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be 100 degrees and, and uh, very sunny most likely. Yeah. What about um, what about Rosie Belsham and, and her? She goes with three straight 70s to have that consistency. Um, what what was her what were her rounds like? Was it just kind of steady? I mean, I was watching some of them and I was amazed. Even Sarah would start out sometimes with like 10 or 11 straight pars. And then, of course, right. you sprinkle in some birdies after that. How sure, did sure. how did Rosie kind of arrive at her rounds? Was it just really really consistent the whole time? Yeah, Rosie. Uh, I don't think she had a bogey until like her thirty third hole of the tournament or something like that. I mean, which is incredibly consistent. I think that um, the front nine of the golf course that we played this week was significantly harder than the back nine, and uh, a lot of teams were taking advantage of the back nine the first couple of days, and we really weren't. So. It was uh, it was fun to play the back nine the way we did yesterday because we actually did, you know, get on a roll and and play the back nine at you know twelve under par or something like that. So we we got it going on the back nine like some of the other teams were, and um, that was cool. But yeah, Rosie um, again, you know, she's a fighter. She's the most competitive kid I've ever coached. I mean, she just she wants to win. She wants to beat you at anything she does, and I think that. Um, you know, that, that kind of fighting spirit is exactly what what helped her shoot those scores. I mean, again, it's it's a little bit nerve-wracking and a little bit pressure-packed, and, you know, you don't always feel your swing or feel your putting stroke as good as you normally do when you, when you have to hit a good shot and you have to make it. And uh, it was really cool to see Rosie, you know, really just got up and hit a bunch of great shots, and that's, that's what she did the whole week, and it was uh, – it was really fun to watch. I think she did awesome. I like these reports from Matt Roberts where he says, uh, the freshman opened an adventurous front nine. You know, it's like I've, <laughs> I've had some very yeah. adventurous front nines over the years. Talking about Silhe Oma, though, um, who made birdies in that final round numbers to see 10, 12, 14, 15, and 17 to finish with yeah. 31. Now, what kind of mindset or headspace – I mean, is that if she's like maybe I think two over on the front, is that does she feed off being maybe a little a little angry at times? Does she stay real level headed? What was that run like? Um, and, and to kind of watch because I'm sure all your players kind of have different temperaments. What was that sure. like to see sure. when she got on that run? Well, I think uh, and just by the way, her name's pronounced Celia, like. It's uh, just spelled different in Norway, I guess. But, uh, yeah. man, she uh, she is super talented. I mean, she not only is probably the longest player in co- in women's college golf, but, I mean, the talent level that she has is off the charts. And I think that, um, you know, if you watch her hit one golf ball, you know that she is has got something special. And, um, yeah, you know, I think she was one of those, those players that 
like I said, was a little bit stressed about the week. I mean, she's just finishing up her freshman year. Um, biggest tournament of the year is right during exams. I think she had a lot on her mind. And honestly, I, I think that she felt the pressure a little bit on the front nine each day. Um, if you look at all of her scores, I mean, she kind of started off poorly and then and then kind of brought it back to a respectable level. And then on the last day, um, she actually went six under par on the last 10 holes, which, uh, um, and, and part the 18th hole, which is a really easy hole actually. So she was six under par the last 10 holes. Um, there's, there's not many people that are talented enough to do that. And Celia is definitely one of those players. Um, I think that Greyhawk is going to be a really good course for her because she does hit it so far and she can take advantage of her length, but I think she's also going to have to be disciplined off some tees next week that, um, you know, she does hit it so far, man, she might have to hit five iron off a tee that other people are hitting woods or drivers on because she does hit it so far. So, um, yeah, we're, it's going to be interesting to see, but I think she's going to do great out there. What is her driving average? I mean, that's a remarkable longest player in women's college golf. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty awesome thing to say, uh, and and I, I mean that is really uh, that's pretty impressive. What yeah. what is kind of a what is the her uh, driving average? Would you say she she hits her driver uh, anywhere between two hundred eighty five and three hundred ten yards on average, <laughs> which uh, you know it's a, this is a nineteen year old uh, female from Norway. I mean it's it's very impressive to watch because she. You know, I mean, just has a really great golf swing, but you know, it's kind of hard to tell that it's going that far. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, she hits a seven iron from 180 yards, 175 yards, which, you know, most most players in women's college golf from 175 are hitting five iron or four hybrid or something like that, and she can hit a seven or eight iron from those distances, which, again, makes golf um, from 6,400 yards a little bit easier than, than for most. And uh, it's really cool to watch her play because again, even really, even really experienced and really great players, they're, they're kind of in awe when they watch her play. Like she, she played with Rose Zhang the first day and, you know, who's the best player in amateur golf in the whole world. And, yeah. uh, you know, she, she outdrives Rose Zhang by 40 yards every time, you know? So it's, uh it's awesome. And and she is, again, I think Celia could honestly be as good as she wants to be. It's uh, it's really great to watch her play. That would be intimidating. Um, I mean, I, that, that's just crazy to think of, 285 to 310. Uh, and Rose Zhang, I'm glad you brought her up, uh, 11 wins now uh, for Stanford in 19 outings in college golf, and that's better than Tiger did there. Tiger had 11 right. in 26, I believe, so it took him a few right. more. But that's right. pretty uh, remarkable. Now, what is, after being up against her or seeing her up close, what is it about her game? Is it just every facet of it that's that's great? Is she just, like, incredible with her short game? What is it about uh, Rose Zhang that makes her so so great? Yeah, I think it's all of the above. I think she, she has all of the uh... – you know, she's like the whole package. She she hits it well. She drives it well. She chips it, pitches it, and puts it well. 
uh, I think the intangible that Rose Zhang has is that she's she just has a great golf brain. I mean, she can just figure out how to score a ball better than most. Um, I think that uh, Tara Hasegawa has a similar kind of brain, but um, Rose Zhang is, yeah, I mean, she's a professional golfer that plays college golf at Stanford. I mean, it's awesome to watch her play, and she uh, she is, you know, I hate to say this, but she's by far the best player in college golf right now. I mean, she is really, really good. And uh, I think a lot of it is is just that there's no weakness and the intangibles are off the chart. NIL, maybe she can, uh, you know, I mean, she uh, maybe she's staying at Stanford oh, longer than she yeah. normally would. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if we need to raise some money for uh, Sarah, just say the word. We don't want her getting away from us. <laughs> no, I, I think Sarah's doing pretty well. But, uh, but yeah, Rose Zhang, is, she's a special player. So she's really cool to watch out there as well. Okay, well, it's going to be exciting. I would imagine some of the finals will be on uh, TV uh, they're at Greyhawk Golf Club, May 19th through the 24th, and it will feature live coverage on the Golf Channel. And, uh, man, it's, it's, this will be very exciting. I mean, Jay, you've had some great teams. You've played for the national title. Uh, I mean, this is – I don't know. I hate to ask you to compare it, but, I mean, you've said to me, as far as talent-wise, this is as talented a team as you've had yeah. at Baylor. Would that be an accurate statement? Yeah, I think it's very accurate. I think uh, top to bottom, I, I have not had a team this talented before, and that's, you know, that's including the 2015 team that finished second, um, which was amazing. I think that, uh, you know, the depth in college golf continues to get to get bigger, but um, the depth on my team is is as good as I've ever had, and uh, yeah, I, I think that. Again, we uh, we play our games and we we get into that low eight next week, and I really feel like we can make a run at it. I really do. Okay, I'll start looking at these weather projections for you. Okay, and try to get you get you see how get see if we can get it pretty in. hot there. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to <laughs> I'll try to send that stuff to you. Uh, but uh, Jay, I appreciate it, man. Uh, congrats, and we'll will be yeah, watching, and and uh, that'll be that's going to be a lot of fun. Appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You bet. You bet. There he goes, uh, Jay Goble, the uh, Baylor women's golf coach. Does a great job. 2015, that was amazing. Runners-up uh, across you know the nation, and he thinks this top-to-bottom may be a more talented team. Now, some of the other teams out there may be more talented. I mean, Stanford is scary. But you never know. Bears could get going, get on TV, get into some of that match play. I mean, this could be – this could be really fun uh, coming up. All right, it's Matt Mosley, show ESPN Central Texas. We do have the NFL schedule release, but we also have some campus confidential to get to. We've got some interesting stories unfolding in college sports, and we're going to do that next. 